When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome back to the EPL Roundtable. I'm your host Kevin DeVries and as always if you'd like to reach us at the podcast you can do so by either tweeting us at EPL Roundtable or emailing us at EPLRoundtable at gmail.com. Alright, I am joined now by Jake Jackman as we discuss Newcastle news. You can of course find him at Jake Jackman with two N's and also find his writings over at EPL Index. But Jake, uh, we're talking to each other under disappointing news which is as you uh, (laughs) mentioned to me about a week ago on Twitter uh, was likely... Rafa Benitez has now departed as manager of Newcastle United. Uh, obviously, a couple of excellent seasons. Three, now that I think about it. I think it was three seasons with um, Newcastle, steering them away from danger on multiple occasions after multiple slow starts. Uh, a lot of reports as to why this has happened. We'll get into that in a second. But just what was your initial reaction to the news of Benitez running down the end of his contract and then leaving? Yeah, it was a, it was a strange one, I think. For for the most part of the season when I came on, I think I was quite confident of him staying. I just always thought that there wasn't really another job out there for him and, and that some sort of compromise would be met because it's in the best interest of everybody at the club, I think. But the longer it went on, uh, he, he gave a 10-day sort of deadline in his comments after the Fulham game. I think he said that it should all be sorted in 10 days. So when that came and went, I, I did start to lose confidence in him staying. And the longer it went on, I just didn't really see it happening. Um it's very similar to the to the summer when we had Alan Shearer after getting relegated. There was a lot of talk about how he was going to get kept on, and then he, it, it ran and ran. Eventually, he didn't, and Chris Hewton got the job. And Ashley was fortunate at that point that that turned out to be a better manager. Uh, I don't think we're going to get the same result this time, sadly. Um, I just think that the, the two couldn't really work together. I think Ashley uh, wants to own a football club and to do the very minimum to, to stay up and you know make a profit and buy buy cheap sell high um it's always been his policy and, and Benitez wanted a little bit more flexibility in the way he could operate he wanted to bring in like Rondon on a permanent contract he wanted to be able to sign players over 30 if it was to the benefit of the team he wanted to have a bigger wage budget and, and to push on and challenge and I don't think that it really matched up with Benitez uh, with Ashley's own philosophy um to be honest, looking back, I think the worst thing Mike Ashley ever did was appoint Rafa Benitez, not in terms of the football club, but in terms of what is meant for the supporters and, and what is done to the club. Because we all now can see, like Rafa did, that we, there's potential here. Uh, whereas before, we were so happy to, to, you know, to accept mediocrity under Pardew, McLaren. We, you know, we went into that summer with McLaren sort of finding positives in that appointment, which is ludicrous when you look back at it. So it's really awakened the fan base and it's going to be interesting to see what happens from now because it's probably going to be a backlash like we haven't seen before at Newcastle. And there's been so many of these times when we said that and, you know, it's all been swept under the carpet and we've forgotten about it. But I don't think it's going to be the same same this time. The main feeling for me is disappointment and just a 
it, it's just disappointment in what could have been. There, there was a core of a squad being built here with a little bit more money. I think we could have went on and done something, but sadly that's not been the case. And we are now facing, you know, six, seven weeks to try and save our season already, which is ridiculous because we haven't even got into July. Yeah, I've already seen some uh, Norwich fans saying that they have a much better chance of staying up now with this change of, uh, well, not change, but now with this managerial vacancy at Newcastle, which is probably not that encouraging for fans. Like you say, the issue is that there was hope. Benitez brought hope into the club, and now it's been snatched away by Ashley yet again. Um, You mentioned their relationship there. Uh, It was also reported to be quite sour following the departure. Allegedly, um, Ashley had made promises to Benitez if he signed a contract that he would have up to $50 million to spend in, e- in each year, um, stuff like that, what his, his wages would have been, uh, both the wages of the players and his personal wages going forward. And then the report said that despite it sounding like a good deal, Benitez didn't believe the offer. What, do, you, do you think that there's any credence to that story? And if so, how have things gotten so bad that even a positive offer is viewed negatively by the person receiving it? Yeah, I think that's probably a lot of truth in that. Um, throughout his three years at the club, he's been given promises of regularly be backed down on. Um, there was all this talk about you know transfer budgets being given to him that haven't been, that we'll be able to sign players and we haven't been able to. It, it, it's, it's just been constant. I think that, that lack of trust has been evident um, from our return to the Premier League, really. I think in the Championship, there was money there, but that's because Mike Ashley wants to be a Premier League club. So if you're, if you're below that objective, he's going to give the money. Whereas if you're in the Premier League, he doesn't really have any incentive to to you know really push on, which is what Benitez wanted. And it was from our promotion that it really started to get sour. And it would be every transfer window, you'd hear these these stories. And it, and it would just, you know, it just went on and on. And I think... Benitez is a man of his word. I think he, he was never likely really to leave before the end of his contract. But this summer was when he had a real chance to, to you know, get concrete guarantees written into his contract. And obviously they weren't there. Uh, and, and you're not going to believe a, a word of what comes out of Mike Ashley's mouth, sadly. This is a, a man that is admitted in a court of law when, when we sacked Kevin Keegan and that all went through the courts that, that the club regularly lied to its supporters. So, you know, he's not he's going to lie to to his manager as well. It's, it, it shouldn't really be a surprise. I think it's, this wouldn't happen to any other football club, but because it's Mike Ashley and it's Newcastle, it, it does happen. And there's been mistakes before, but this is probably probably the worst one. But yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised, but he just didn't believe that. I think... If there would have been contractual guarantees, it shouldn't really come to that in football where you have to have that written into your contract. But at Newcastle, it probably had to be for Benitez to stay. And if that wasn't there, he's he's not gonna not gonna believe a word that Ashley says. He's not gonna commit himself to an for an, to another three four years at the club based on the word of a proven liar. It it would have been unwise, and I don't blame him for for taking that decision really. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you next is, is what's the reaction to the pair of them in the wake of this? Is all of the blame on Ashley and then Benitez kind of just walks away, head held high after what he's accomplished at the club? Or or is there a little bit of blame of him just not kind of sucking up whatever dignity needed to, to stay at the head of the football club? I don't think you can blame Rafa for going. I think it's it's an absolutely fair fair decision from him I think the only ounce of blame I'd, I'd give to him and I've, I've said similar things on Twitter is that 
to let it last this long if he knew he was going like and I feel like he probably did know he was going I think some a decision should have been made sooner uh, I don't think it, it was in the be- best interest of either him or the club for this just to drag on um, and I think he probably knew that, that this was coming to an end and I, and I think they, they should have been sorted out sooner um, there's you know there's been reports that he's been offered contracts elsewhere uh, in China especially uh, there's also been reports today that he, he refused to meet the club over the over the weekend, and that's that's why this statement came out today, because Ashley just pulled the plug on on any sort of increased offer to Benitez based on based on him refusing the meeting. So, it, if Benitez really wanted to stay at the club, it, if that is true, I mean we don't know that is true, but if it was true that he refused to to attend the meeting, I mean that's not that's not a great look for somebody that wants to stay at the club, but. It's difficult not to put all the blame on Mike Ashley because he, he had a he had a manager here who's willing he saw the potential he was willing to push on, willing to, you know, compromise and, and manage in a situation where he perhaps didn't want to manage. He probably he probably wanted a lot more than he was asking for, but he was prepared to compromise. But sadly, Mike Ashley wasn't. So he has to be the one that goes down as as the main villain. Um, but yeah, without knowing all the details, it's, I I would. I would hesitate to say that that Benitez has some part to play. I think he's he's probably done things that that supporters wouldn't be too happy with if we if we really knew what went on. But it, it is very difficult not to not to see Mike Ashley as the as the main culprit for this. I just it, you just can't blame Benitez like yeah. he, he especially after the club. track records of both. Exactly, like one's a Champions League winning manager and one's you know somebody that is an owner of a football club that has got two relegations on his CV as an owner. Uh, whereas previously we, we hadn't been relegated since being promoted to the top flight very at the very start of the Premier League era. So it's, yeah, it's difficult to really blame anybody else than Mike Ashley. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Yeah, do you think um, that the potential ownership talks, which we won't get into because just it's gone radio silent on that front do you think that any of that may have pulled attention away from trying to get this done quicker do you think this has had any effect on on trying to extend Rafa or do you think they're two separate situations I think they're two separate situations and I don't think they should have played into each other but I think it was a very welcome distraction for Mike Ashley I think it's distracted the fans from you know, putting pressure on about Rafa and it's been allowed to just dwindle on with no result and it's just kept going and going. Whereas 
if there'd been no rumours of a takeover, I think it would have been all the focus would have been on Benitez and maybe there would have been more pressure on the club to do something, whereas it's sort of been allowed to come to this natural conclusion because everyone's so distracted with the takeover. Um, and I think there's serious interest in the club and I think there's people willing to buy it, but I'm still not convinced Mike Ashley's a, a willing seller. I think that some of the parties that are interested, that they are able to, you know, they, they want to. Some of the statements they've come out with, they're, they're obviously serious about buying the club and I think they, they could do. They, they, it could happen before the end of this transfer window. But I think that Mike Ashley, I, I don't, I'm not convinced he wants to sell the club. And if he doesn't want to sell the club, I don't think he wanted Benitez as manager, regardless of what is briefed in the media. I think he's probably going to, the next hire is probably going to be a, a yes man, who, similar to Pardew, somebody who's not going to get involved in the politics and, not give him a hard time, but you know they're probably not going to deliver the same results on the pitch either. So it's it's a gamble. But Mike Ashley is a known gambler, and he probably thinks that if he doesn't sell the club, he can bring somebody in and, and still stay in the Premier League. And I'm not convinced that that's going to happen. But you know we're just going to have to wait and see. But yeah, I think it's been a welcome distraction. But I'm not sure the two are too, uh, are linked. You know, it could come out that. In a couple of weeks' time, there's been a takeover, and and maybe the new ownership didn't want Benitez, which would be strange. But maybe that that is true, and we might it might be that they wanted Benitez to leave on on the watch of the current ownership, and, and didn't want that to you know start their own reign in a, in a bad manner. Maybe maybe that could be the case. But and I've seen people say it on Twitter, but I think it's it's just clutching at straws if you think that's that's really what's happening because it, it, Mike Ashley's done this time time again, and it's it's just him, I think. But it's just a very welcome distraction and something that has allowed it to happen a lot more naturally than maybe it would have done. Yeah, it's probably not related, but it does just bear asking, considering the two kind of happened within the same time span. Um, With Benitez now gone, who do you think are potential replacements? Because it seems like the spread is about as far as Mourinho to Avram Grant right now. Very curious to hear which kind of band of managers you'd think uh, would, would be able to be brought in. And do you think that Ashley is confident he can get somebody solid in just off the back of the name and size and support of Newcastle? I think there's definite interest in the job from, from good managers. I think that regardless of Benitez leaving in it, and it's been written in the press that, that managers uh, such as Gattuso, maybe not the biggest name, but people like that top bright European coaches have approached Newcastle over the last few months and, and have made their interests known. I think that if they wanted to make a good appointment, they could uh, and and could probably appoint somebody in that sort of head coach model, like a Hassan Hutu at, at Southampton, who maybe won't get as involved in the transfers as Benitez did. I think that there's a definite possibility for that. But based on Mike Ashley's track record of hiring, hiring managers, I wouldn't back it the only reason we got Benitez was that he approached the club and made his services available it wasn't that we went to him and it, it was in a position where we had 10 games to go in the relegation zone as, a, as an owner who wants to stay in the Premier League Akashi's prepared to take that gamble and bring in somebody like that he's not going to do that now there's, there's no pressure to do so you've got 38 games and we saw what Pardew did with the club he, he could probably find somebody similar or he thinks he could find somebody similar to, to do a, a similar job to what Pardew did and maybe will but looking at the names I think Mourinho is not going to happen under the current ownership Mikel Arteta I don't think would happen Gary Monker would be very underwhelming uh, and names like Avram Grant and Anthony Hudson who I hadn't even heard of before today <laughs> but apparently he manages in the MLS so yeah that 
these names wouldn't be linked to any other job in the Premier League. It is ridiculous. I think I think names like Hudson and Grant being leaked link, leaked to the press at this time is probably the club trying to expectation lower expectations setting. so yeah. much. So then if they bring in somebody like a Mark Hughes, we might go, oh, that's a lot better than we w- what we were thinking we might get. When you know, I don't think we're going to get anybody as bad as that. But I don't think the person who does come in is going to be the best appointment either. I've, I've seen Steve Bruce linked today by by some you know quite serious um, English newspapers linking to Steve Bruce. I think it might be something in that. Apparently, Mike Ashley was like Steve Bruce and sees him as a as a, a a potential candidate I think that would be a horrible appointment I, I just can't see any of these names doing well I think we'd have to go down that foreign route and bring somebody in if we're going to have any chance of, of staying up and you know keeping fans in the stadium because that's, that's another thing fans are cancelling their season tickets left right and centre today it's, it's going to be strange to see what happens next and uh, and I don't, I mean, Benitez has left today, there's six, seven weeks to the start of the season. Could the club find a solution and, and make it better and sort of get fans back on, back on side? They absolutely could. Football fans are fickle. They could make a good appointment. Probably not somebody as good as Rafa Benitez, but they can make a good appointment. Somebody that, you know, a foreign coach, somebody that could come in with quite a good reputation. You know, sign, spend that 50, 60 million that was promised. And then, you know, supporters love their club a lot more than they hate their owner. I think that Newcastle fans would quickly, you know, get back on board or there'd still be protests, but they'd be interested in the football again. But I just don't see that happening. I don't think they're going to save this. I think it's whoever comes in next has got an unenviable task of reuniting this club, but it's not going to happen. I don't think there's many managers like Benitez that could do that. See, I just think I just have no interest in who's going to be the replacement at this point. The only thing I'm interested in is who the next owner is going to be and if that's going to be this summer. If it's not, I just it's difficult for me to really get excited about next season. Yeah, and as you say, owners still yet to be decided, although it does increasingly feel depressingly like Ashley would, will still be in charge unless something changes or comes to light pretty quickly here. What do you think this looming over the club right now, the lack of a manager, the the potential of an ownership change is having on potential transfers both in and out? Well, I think that nothing has been done on transfers yet. I think stuff was getting prepared by Benitez, but now he's gone. That goes out the window. I don't think anything has been done on transfers, to be honest. And I think it's not going to be done until we appoint a manager. So that's going to be another two, three weeks. And by the time that comes, you know, you're going to be panicking to get players in. So it, it, I just can't see how it goes well. And I think on the opposite side, if you look on social media today, the likes of Lascelles, Perez, um, Longstaff, all coming out in support of Benitez, you know, thanking him for what they've done for their careers. So, you know, play it. The, the agent of Perez, the agent of Almiron, the agent of Fabian Shah, I'm sure they're probably fielding calls and I'm sure they're probably putting out feelers to clubs to, saying that their players might be interested in a move away and I wouldn't blame them. I wouldn't want to be Ayose Perez coming into sort of his best years of his career at Newcastle in this current state. I wouldn't want to be there. So I wouldn't blame him for trying to get a move away. And I think over the coming weeks, we're probably going to see a lot more transfer rumours regarding players leaving the club than we are players coming into the club. And and I wouldn't blame them for going. And, and we've got a manager that if, if a club comes in with a, a decent offer, he'd probably accept it regardless of 
the needs of ourselves because he's always put the you know the money the bottom line the, the finances above the needs of the team so yeah I, I think it's going to be more likely players leaving than players coming in to be honest and, and that's just depressing <laughs> yeah are there any players in particular that you think were Benitez favorites that might be the first out the door yeah, I, th- I think Perez is one. I think Perez came on a lot under Benitez, and, and they obviously had a really good relationship. I think Shah is probably another one. Uh, Almiron, a lot was written at the time. He came because he wanted to play for Benitez. He's, he's having, you know, he's doing okay in the Copa America at the moment. He's, he's having some good signs. He's showing his potential, and I think there'll be clubs out there that would be interested in him if he was open to a move, and I'm sure he would be, despite you know, doing little for Newcastle today, he's still got that reputation from the MLS. He's still seen as a, a really, you know, talented up and coming player. So I think he's another one. I think, I think the goalkeeper, I think Debravka's had interest for, from clubs as, as good as Juventus. So he's, you know, it's, it's going to be all the players signed by Benitez and Perez, I think are going. Uh, and another thing that comes out of today's news is that when we won't be signing Rondon on a permanent contract, that won't happen. The only way that was going to happen was with Benitez as manager. And now he's gone. He won't be coming back. So that leaves us with holes to fill up front. And I'm not convinced we'll fill him. I'm, I'm, if you ask me now who's going to start for Newcastle against Arsenal on the opening day, it's going to be Dwight Gale. And that's you know really depressing, to be honest. But yeah, it, I think we're going to see... The light. We're probably going to see Perez leave. We'll probably see Shaw leave. Definitely might see Longstaff leave as well. I think, and then we're just going to have to try and rebuild from there. And I just can't see it happening. I just we we've had bookmakers in England today already paying on Newcastle to get ready to get next season, paying out on it, which is a PR stunt. But at the end of the day, if you ask me, one club to name a club that will go down for the Premier League next season, it would be Newcastle at this point. I just can't see how we won't go down and. It's not even July yet, so that's lovely, isn't it? Is this one of the reasons why you, why you think so many fans are, are either willing to or are going to check out is that you, you kind of have a young core that was kind of coming through together. It looked like there was a promising horizon, and now with Benitez gone, they might leave, and then you just have to rebuild again, and then you're just kind of like stuck in an ever-ending, never-ending process? Yeah, exactly. This, it was the hope, and it was the... It was, it, and we could see the progression it was de- it was happening before our eyes and with a little bit more investment we could have be- become quite a good team but i think what benitez offered it wasn't just what he was doing on the pitch it was uh he, he it's what he did in in the area he was did a lot of charitable work around newcastle he was engaged in the community um he often had you know he had his finger on the pulse and what was going on in the fan base and you could tell that he was somebody that cared about the club it, it, you know obviously it's at the end of the day, it's a job for him, but he he united the cl- club together, and I think that only now he's when he's gone. I think it's when the ownership are going to realise that he was the person holding this football club together, and without him, the fans are going to go. I don't think we're going to see St James's Park sold out next season. I'd be shocked if if it was. I think you're going to see players wanting to go, and I think you're going to see results on the pitch. You know, get worse. It, it's it, he was holding everything together and he, now he's gone. It's not an impossible task to fix it and, and make right football in decisions, you know, but I just can't see it happening. There's nothing about this current regime that makes me think they're capable of it. Gotcha. All right, well, we will leave things there for now. Condolences on what is a very tough and disappointing day for Newcastle fans. Uh, in the interim, if people want to hear more about your thoughts on this, where can they find you? 
Yeah, and get me on Twitter at Jake Chapman with two ends. Well, I'll probably be tweeting a lot about Newcastle, despite me saying earlier I don't really care. I probably still do. But yeah, you see, see a lot of my thoughts there. And my writings are on EPL Index. And I also feature on the Championship Show on this channel. So if you want to check that out, for me not being so depressing, then yeah, it's probably the place to go. <laughs> and you could also probably hear them talk about uh, where your next manager might come from. Um, if that's indeed uh, where you have to hire from. Uh, but Jake, an absolute pleasure speaking with you, although I know probably not as much for you. But thanks again for joining me. And folks at home, we hope you keep listening. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.